Hey, Cowboy here. I see you're checking out some of our first season. Excellent choice. Great vintage stuff. Pairs well with steak. Uh, just a few notes. In season one, the name of the show was actually Head to Head, a video game podcast. But it's still the same show that you've come to love or will learn to love if this is your first time listening. So in either case, thanks for listening. And welcome to Game Corp. Will you stop already? Your incessant noise making is causing this existence to be even more unbearable than normal. And there's nothing to do. There's literally nothing that we need to do. We're making money right now, Anne. Yeah, I mean, you can't judge us. We're just, you know, we're making, we're, we're putting in a hard day's work, you know? Working hard, hardly working. Who cares? Yeah, based on my calculations, each one of those noises was worth 60 cents. I got paid 60 cents. Wait, you got paid 60 cents? Yes. Oh. I need to ask for a raise. Oh my DOS. You guys are literally less than worthless. I can't believe you actually work here. And besides, this is the most annoying noise. Oh yeah? You think that's annoying? How about this? Or... Welcome, everybody, to the blanket episode of Head to Head, a video game podcast. We are phoning it in today because the boss is out. That's right, cowboy. This is the second ever episode of The Sweatpants Chronicles. That is the episodes that we get to make with zero effort because, oh my God, is this show exhausting sometimes. <laughs> I'm having issues um, phoning in. What's the what's the key? What's the no. number? The, like the password? It's not a conference call. Oh, um, no. Huh? I, 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 Yeah, to access. Yeah, I got it. It's no. one. It's an okay. Two. Mm-hmm. Three. Yep. 420. What are you, Batista? It's, sure. It's, it's an blaze idiom. It. Wait, what was that? It's blaze an it. idiom. Put in, bla- put in the number, blaze it. Blaze After it. 420. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Three. Don't press enter yet. Don't press enter yet, because it's uh, Okay. <laughs> little X. Uh-huh. Big X. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How do you do little X, big X on a phone? You actually got to... You actually got to... push it harder. I'm sorry. You're actually going to have to back that up, too, and put a big X, little X at the beginning of that. I'm sorry. Oh, I forgot. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So big X, little X, 110, uh, 420. Oh, my God. 123. Oh, shit. Hold on. Let's start over. Let's start yeah, over. Yeah, okay. I'm... So big X... Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I'm not ready. You forgot okay. the underscore. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Big X. Yep. Little X. Okay. One. Mm-hmm. Two. Two. Three. Three? 
420 blaze it mm-hmm. <laughs> underscore yep six nine sure little x yep big x okay and for some reason a tilde the tilde a, a tilde okay no a tilde oh a tilde okay a tilde right. it's next to a it. tilde tilde yeah. what language is that better not be english portuguese i think Okay, now press uh, now press enter because now you're gonna have to put in the password. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, got it. Okay, password is um, it's title, it's title case, uh, Game Corp Forever. Mm-hmm. One one two is is Corp capitalized or no? In the in the password, it is yeah. Okay. Forever is that the number four? Yeah. Okay. And ever spelled E V R. Oh, uh, as one does. Mm-hmm. Uh, you sure it's not a soft A on Eva? Oh my God! Yeah, you're right. I kind of wrote yeah. it. Ro- yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I kind of fat fingered oh. the uh, the little. Can you fat oh. finger a drawing? Yeah, it's yeah, a, you it's, can. It's EVA. EVA. Yep. Two One. exclamation points. Sure. Yep. Security. And yep. then, and then big X. Yeah. Little X. Mm-hmm. Four twenty blaze it. Wait, is that a little X or a little Nas X? Big X. <laughs> Lil Nas uh-huh. X. Gotcha. Okay. 420 Blaze It. Sure. The capital B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Lil Nas X. Mm-hmm. Big X. Big Nas X. Big Nas X. Oh, okay. Hold on. Got it. And a tilde and a tilde. <laughs> yep. One, then the other. Mm-hmm. And then you repeat that four times, and then you press enter. And okay. you should be able to gain access. And All right. we can start the show. All right. Let me, uh, hold on. 420. And then a big NOS X. Tilde, tilde. Underscore. All right. Got it. Let me see. Um, it's asking me to put in my credit card information. It says I haven't paid my phone bill in nine years. Oh. Oh well. I mean we're all here. We can just we can just do it in person, I guess. We could all just talk to each other since we are next to each other. I guess there was no real reason to get into that, but that sounds good to me. Hey, it's the future. You got technology, you got all this, you know, um, you know, collaboration. It's it's nice, but uh I guess we can kick it old school. Yeah, like look at each other. We should have zoomed this. Put up some dividers. You know, we could grab some binoculars and then it's basically zoom. I get it. <laughs> Nobody else will, because that was in the outtakes. <laughs> Did you just inside joke something? Something that's not the guy cut? <laughs> <laughs> I think it was funny enough on its own. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, shit. Okay, let's go ahead and jump into it. So, in these episodes, right. we usually we usually just uh, answer uh, questions from listeners because we do get several in and i love you all for it please never stop sending in those questions do it yeah so let's go ahead and i don't know just knock out an episode and answer some of these badass questions okay so it's been a minute but guys we got ourselves a genuine bona fide metroid mike question Ooh, Ooh. boy could yeah, be an impersonator love that metroid mike metroid mike asks if you guys had to choose, which Pokemon would you let kill you? Oh, God. No. Jesus. 
Which, okay, so <laughs> which Pokemon is your choice for assisted suicide? <laughs> yeah, I guess because you're you're letting it kill you. So, yeah, if you had the choice, which Pokemon would you let kill you? Let, hmm. So if you had like 100%er uh, Gary Oak who's sitting there with a full Pokedex and he's like, yo, I'm going to kill you with one of these Pokemon. Take your pick. Which one would you choose? I guess. And mm. are are we only talking Gen 1? Because that's where my mind went. But we could be talking about the, you know, what I consider the extended universe of Pokemon. What Do you consider every other generation the extended universe? Yeah. Yeah, I do. All right. All right, you Gen 1-er. No. So any, any Pokemon in existence right now? No, I'm a, I'm going Gen One only. I'm an OG. Because those are the only ones you know. There's yeah. also <laughs> the only ones I know because they were the. Best. I know a couple from Gen Two, like Flaffy, who, <laughs> Mareep. The way I'm. It's an electric sheep. The way I'm gonna take this is more so like befriending a Pokemon, and then getting terminally ill, and then having like a touching hand holding moment with it, and then I let it pull the plug. I don't like this whole like. See, that's wild. That's wild because most people would interpret this question like, okay, who would you let who would you let hyperbeam you? And you're like, no, let me paint a picture. Yeah. I'm 86 years old. I'm on live support. It's failing. My right. Pokemon holds my hand for the last time. I look into his eyes deep. Mm-hmm. And I know it's time. And with and I tell him a somber, approving nod, the Pokemon blinks. I say, nods. I say we we had a long life together. You know, and and we fought that battle. We we fought lots of Pokemon battles, but we also fought that battle for the right to get married. And sure, in the end, the Supreme Court turned us down. But we know, we know, we we, we all know, we have a bond for life. Sure, sure. And then I let let me finish. This is my death. Let me do it. <laughs> I'm dying. Have some respect <laughs> for the scene to be him. dead. Your is death is about him. me. It's man. <laughs> it affects me more than you. So. I take his, I can't say hand, so I'm going to say I take his ball, oh. and I say, I rest my hand gently on him. I, I feel like I'm doing D&D right now, and then I, <laughs> I say, it's time, I'm ready, I've had a full life, and I say, oh my god, use detonate. Self-destruct. Self-destruct. <laughs> I fucking knew it. I knew where you were going. Wait, so you're taking a... him out with you? Well, it turns out that I underestimated it. We take out the whole hospital, and I'm oh. forever on a Wikipedia page. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's what, that's what I go for. And then you go down in history as one of the most effective domestic terrorists on U.S. soil. Yeah, not intentionally, but yeah, that's what happens. Damn, dog. I mean, shit, my answer was super simple. I would just choose... I never knew how to say his name. It's I think it's Yamask. It's ya boy. It's Yamask. Yamask. What the heck is Yamask? Um, yeah, if I remember right, that's the one. I think if it murders you, you just turn into a, a Pokemon. I think you just turn into. I think you just. Am I getting it wrong? There's there's ghost type Pokemon that like kill people or take their ghost and turn them into Pokemon. That that's the way I want to go. If a Pokemon's going to kill me, I'm getting something out of it. I'm going to be the Pokemon now. Okay. Whoa. I'll accept that. Yeah. JB? I 
Um, Cowboy, can you, I didn't hear, I don't know if I wasn't paying attention or what, but what was your Pokemon? Uh, oh, what is his name? You all know who I'm talking about. Vol. Jake. Pokemon Vol- Master. Did you ever say it? Because I thought you were just saying like, hypothetically, this is what I would want. And then you <laughs> no, got very you're specific. 100%, you're 100% talking about Voltorb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Voltorb. Oh, okay. That was, that broke. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know the name. I'll be honest with you. I didn't know the name, and I was like, Jake will get this. I can elude. That's fine. I think that um, if you're going to go out, it should be as anime as possible. And I think the most anime way to go out um, would be, and I'm I'm talking modern day anime, not like not like previous anime, but the most anime way to go out right now would be Jigglypuff. Okay. You know, you got this tiny little ball, and it's just so deadly, so deadly. And what it would do is we would be sitting there, and I would be dying. I'd be on my deathbed. I'd be in the same hospital Cowboy's in. Taking my antsy. Good. And I'd be laying there, and Jigglypuff starts singing to me, and it's so (laughs) sweet. And I'm like, Jigglypuff, you've been my best friend for years. I mean, I caught you three episodes ago. I mean, it's basically a lifetime. Sure. And Jigglypuff comes sweetly to me and lays his little Kirby arm on my face <laughs> and then gets angry and draws a penis on my forehead. And then, it, and then it sings more and I fall asleep. And during Forever. my sleep, it gets on top of me. Oh. Oh, no. And then it down bees and I explode <laughs> off the map. <laughs> Boom. Game over. Oh, so... so sh- sh- you don't get lulled to sleep by the Pokemon known for like singing people to their final to the long sleep. Mm-hmm. You get downbeat. <laughs> I do you get downbeat. downbeat. I get both. Smash I get the best the of both off worlds. The stage. And in fact, the shrapnel that comes down from the rooftop because you're in the room next to me um, is actually what sets Voltorb off mm-hmm. and makes him explode and kill the rest of the hospital. So. In, in, you know, you could say with a couple extra steps that I murdered you, I, I, which is just great. That's my dream. Yeah, I'm glad you're doing an extended universe on this, on these dumbass answers that we've we chosen. Yes. <laughs> I absolutely love the fact that for some reason, both of you are dying in the same hospital together with your Pokemon companions. Of the same disease. My mind. Of the same disease. And it may or may not be transmitted through the penis. Nope. I can tell you it's not. <laughs> it's not. It may or may not be. No, you it's not. You be the judge. It's not. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I mean, anyway. <laughs> we don't know. My body's in space. Can I do here anyways? They couldn't test it. Space docking. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Uncomfortable silence. Yeah, yeah. Oh, how does boy. it feel? <laughs> It feels great because I got to make a space docking joke. You know, I I think it actually makes a lot of sense that there would be Pokemon assisted euthanasia. There just would be, like they would they would use them for that that fact. Would they? Yes, of course. Yeah. They use Pokemon for everything in that series. Pikachu's are running electric chairs. Yes, coughing oh, is the gas chamber. Oh my god! You got like sleep study Jigglypuffs and any mm-hmm. Pokemon that knows sleep. Put, yeah, put I think a sleep, sleep study would 100% be ran by Drowsy. Mm-hmm, that's true. But then he also goes into your nightmares. Sure, is... and eats them up. Oh, yeah. Oh, he does eat them up. 
It's like sushi to him. He's like, nom, 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 I can nom. also picture like a Clefairy being like one of those angel of death nurses that's responsible for like the murder of like 40 patients. Just like oh my a God. rogue Clefairy. I could see that. Yeah. yeah. They hide that because it's an anime. So, of course, they can tailor what comes to the screen. But you know that all happens. They just don't include do you, it. Do you think the Pokemon version of the movie 7, um, instead of saying what's in the box, he says, what's in the egg? I thought you were going like to say what's in the Pokeball. <laughs> yeah, what's in the Pokeball? I mean, come on. That was a softball, my dude. What's in the Pokeball? No, that's a Pokeball. What's in but, it? I'm imagining he's standing out there. The head of your who's, wife, spoilers. Who's, who's <laughs> standing out there? Clefairy. Um, okay. um, Clefairy is walking through the desert sure. and walks up to him. Helicopters come flying, right? Mm-hmm. Everything's, you know, as to be expected. And Kevin Spacey is there. Like, he's part of it. He's just there. Well, he's, <laughs> he's in the background, right? He's just chilling. Everything else is And they is might Pokemon. do that, like, anime side scrolling thing where it's, like, a, a diagonal cut through the screen. And you see Kevin Spacey chilling with, like, um, you know, movement lines flying past him. And then you have Brad Pitt sitting there in the desert when Clefairy walks up to him and just hands him the egg. Out of her pouch that she's been holding the whole time. Oh, do you mean Chancy? Has this whole time, this whole time, has this supposed to been Chancy? Did I not? Chancy's the one in the nurse's office. I said Chancy's. Nurse Joy has Chancy. Yeah, yeah, Chancy. Y'all been saying Cowboy said Cliff Fairy, but I knew what he meant. That's why we died in the same place. We have the same disease of the brain. that transmits through the space docking. Go back and listen to the editing. It'll definitely be. Hold on, hold on. Let me so give then you a good Chancy sound. hands Chancy. over the egg, and Brad Pitt's chilling, like, what's in the egg? But he's got, like, these anime eyes, and a mushroom flies out of his mouth. And then he cracks it open mm-hmm. into a, a cast iron skillet, and it's the head of his dead wife. Oh, you just kept Whoa. the head. You, yep. <laughs> you didn't Pokemon <laughs> it up at all. <laughs> yep. Head of his dead wife. Sorry, Brad Pitt. I mean, that's not even a spoof. You're just swapping characters and doing the movie seven. I mean, it's the same movie, just in a different universe. I've always wanted movies to do that. I think it would be such a weird cerebral experience to make the same exact movie, but swap characters with really like, just like jarring depictions, like doing the movie seven with Pokemon, but it's the movie seven. It's literally the movie seven. I think things like that are fucking awesome. There is, uh, you guys might've seen this. I'm on a tangent. There's a, a, a art project of people who remade the Star Wars movie. I think it's the first one, A New Hope. And they made it by, you know, quilting together, patchworking hundreds of people doing a scene each. They got like hundreds of people to just take one scene and remake it. Uh, Claymation, actors, um, you know, drawings, anime. And so it changes. Every scene is a new style because it's a new person, a new filmmaker, and they just put it all together. If you can get on YouTube and find that, it is it holds your attention. It's so cool to watch because the style moves every single scene to a new thing. And it's a whole movie. It's two hours. Mm. And it's exactly what you're talking about. No, that is not what I'm talking about. I don't want that. I don't want that. That's just that's just different art styles depicting their thing. I want the the movie seven. I want the movie seven. Okay. With but with Pokemon just a few of the characters. Just replaced with Pokemon. I feel that's like that's what just I want. Like a I don't want, I don't want anything else to change. It'd be like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It'd be yes. It's 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 basically the same movie. 
All right, but what Cowboy's saying has like these philosophical ramifications because he's saying if you replace every part of a show or a movie, is it the same thing? It's like a ship of Theseus thing, right? If you replace every sure. plank in the boat, is it still the boat? And I think this video, this Star Wars recreation where they took individual pieces and rebuilt the entire movie from scratch, I think it solves like this age old question of, is it still the same boat? And the answer is no. No. Yeah, it's not. It's no, And it's then not. if you took all the old parts and you rebuilt it, is that the movie? And the answer is yes. So uh-huh. I think framing it in this reference, I mean, just, just blew like a thousand falafels, falafels, falafel minds. Falafel, falafelsers. Those guys yeah. making falafels can't even work They think anymore. about shit it's while they're eating falafels. They can handle it. They're falafifers. How am I supposed to serve Greek food when my mind has been blown? <laughs> Yo, Greek food is good. Greek food is so good. I'm a fan. It's got lots of cheese. It's got some lamb in it. You get a hero. Or a gyro, depending on if you uh, Say pronounce it, right. it correctly. Want a sandwich or a nice, tasty? <laughs> <laughs> if you want a sandwich or a protagonist, <laughs> I need a hero. You know what? Speaking of Pokemon, we never do this, but since you know, there's no rules for these episodes, and we get to post them so close. Or I'm sorry, we get to record them so close to posting. We get to talk about topical. Topical video game news. Yes, we do. Here comes yeah. the video game hot goss. Head to head of video game podcast is now head to head a hot goss podcast and hitting it up first. Berber. Okay, so there's been some really awesome news as of late. Some amazing trailers have hit and things like that in the world of Pokemon. And of course, everybody knows what I'm talking about, and that is Nexomon. That's right. I don't care about Legends of Arceus or the remakes of Diamond and Pearl. We're talking Nexomon. If you haven't heard of Nexomon, it is a 2017 mobile game. 100% a Pokemon ripoff, complete with Pokemon evolutions, uh, top-down 2D sprites, trainers, evolutions, more evolutions, catching Nexomon, and evolutions. But it's coming to consoles, baby. (laughs) Fuck all the other stuff. We're talking Nexomon, baby. It's coming next month. Now... Get excited. It features more than 300 Nexomon for you to catch, train, and bone down with. Just kidding. It doesn't do that. Got you. <laughs> but it's it's 100% a uh, Pokemon clone. And I, for one, I don't look forward to it. I don't. But yeah, so if you uh, ever want to scratch that itch with something that isn't Pokemon, um... Try out Nexomon starting uh, next month. And I dare you to check out the trailer. I just do. Is it? I think that Nexomon, I mean, it just has like 149 too many Nexomon. If I'm being honest, I mean, there's a certain limit to the amount of Nexomon I can remember, right? Oh, there's sure. like, there's like Jiggly Borf, <laughs> right? There's mm-hmm. um, Bikachar. Um, you got, uh, you got Boozazard. Mm-hmm. Boozazard. There's, there's Blasterd. There's yeah. um, Venus Squish. Uh, yeah. There is Pigeon. Oh, who could forget Pigeon? Pigeonoto and Pigeon a lot. He's just like a pigeon, but like more. He's like there's, a little extra. There's Rat, Rat, Rat. Cindamander. Yep. And sure. um, you got, um, what's the one? He's like a little purple blob and can turn in. Oh, yeah. He's Samesies. <laughs> oh, Samesies. Uh, you have uh, Dogmon, who can evolve into different, um, well, positions of the compass. 
you have um, Dogmon who can, uh, depending on if you rub a, a stone on it or not, it turns into Northmon, Southmon, Eastmon, right. Westmon. Eastmon. And then, oh, actually, I think it's, um, oh, shoot, what is it? The West. Oh, Kanye West. That's what it. Kanye Westmon. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. Then there's Brett, which is very oh, brave Brett. for them just to make a Pokemon based off a human, you know, mm-hmm. as opposed to an Brett. object or an animal. They just, just Brett. He's just like a dude, but he's got feet for hands. Mm-hmm. And he's also got feet for feet. <laughs> Can yeah. I bounce off of that? Can I bounce off of Brett? <laughs> yeah. Here. <laughs> yeah, okay. Can bounce off of Brett? Can I bounce, bounce off of Brett off of for a Brett? minute? All right. I'm about to tell a story. <laughs> I'm about to tell a story. About okay. Brett? <laughs> about Brett. Okay. All right. It's middle school. Little Jake Bias. Hey, that's my last name, by the way. Oh, oh spoilers. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Little Jake Bias in middle school. He's playing Pokemon. He's obsessed with Pokemon. He has red and blue because my... Loving Mima was like, you like Pokemon? I'm like, yeah, here's both. But anyway, so I was playing. Uh, I think at that time I just had my um, Game Boy Pocket. I was playing it nonstop. At any recess I was playing it. Any chance I could get, I was playing it. There were other kids at my little tiny school who were playing it as well. Enter Brett. Specifically, I'm going to call. No, I can't call his last name out. It's biblical. I'm not going to call him out. But Brett. God. Oh, Brett was playing. Brett God? Yeah. Brett, Brett God. Brett, <laughs> Brett God. God. Brett Old Testament God <laughs> was playing Pokemon as well. You know who you are if you listen. He was playing Pokemon as well. And I, there was a small group of us. We were trying to collect, collect, collect. I really wanted all 150. And for a little bit, like our small group was helping each other. We would trade and trade back. Like it became a known thing. We're like, yeah, we'll trade and trade back. We'll fill up that Pokedex. It was all good. Brett Old Testament God comes in one day and is like, hey, man, I need Jolteon. Do you have a Jolteon? And I'm like, yeah, dude, I got Jolteon. Let's do some tradesies. We use our link cable. We hook up our Game Boy Pockets. We trade. I say, hey, just give me anything. Give me a rat, rat, rat. And he trades his rat, rat, rat for my beautiful, shiny, golden yellow, well, it's black and white, Jolteon. The link's complete. I'm like, okay, let's trade back. And he says, thanks. And he walks away. And I'm like, wait, dude. And he keeps walking. He puts his head down and fucking walks faster. And then the bell rings. Oh, my God. He stole my fucking Jolteon. He stole my Jolteon. He knew what he was doing. He came in there with a purpose. He fucking bank heisted my Jolteon from me. The bell rang just in the nick of time. He ran away. I was Jolteonless. And thus. Oh, my God. I ended my friendship with Brett, Old Testament God. And if you're listening, hey, Brett, fuck you, buddy. You owe me a Jolteon. That's like top five anime betrayals of the century. Mm-hmm. 100%. Just imagine. Imagine imagine how hard it was to get that fucking Jolteon. And I was working so hard to fill up my decks. And he stole it from me. Legit. How do you steal Pokemon in real life? He's Team Rocket. Oh, my God. He's Team Rocket. He's Team Rocket in real life. Oh my God, I had an encounter with Team Rocket in real life. Yeah, I never let that go and I never let it down. In fact, my friendship with him ended that day. I hope it was worth it, dude, because we used to hang out. So you gave it to him, but you were going to swap back? Like, how does that work? Yeah. So once you have possession of a Pokemon, it fills up your Pokedex. Oh. Your entry is, is filled in and then, and then we trade back, right? 
Mm-hmm. You trade me a Trashmon, I trade you one that you need, and then we trade back, and then the transaction is complete. Your Pokedex is filled up. I still have my beautiful Jolteon. Yeah. So it kind of sucks that you weren't in advanced history classes yet because you would have learned that's the oldest trick in the book. You got swindled. There, there's so many, from there's so many friend. history lessons from a friend. Oh, yeah. He behind my back, stabbed forever. I, I mean, can we get some corn and blankets? Can can we come to your, you know, to your feasts? Does that the sound crazy familiar? Thing <laughs> that you blows wanna, my mind. So you want a smallpox blanket? <laughs> yeah, he gave. That's what he did. Oh no, metaphorically. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Okay. But Jolteon isn't that good. Like it's fine. It's the like it's a solid like fifth man. But like yeah, he chose to end a friendship over like a B tier Pokemon. Yes, absolutely over Jolteon. I mean that's Team Rocket after a Pikachu. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like whatever, man. Let's be real, dude. Let's be real. Uh, Pikachu's not that great. I, mean, I think I think the reason this didn't make sense to me is because I'm not a collector. I'm like, why? Why do you care? Why fill up that Pokedex? So you can show. Well, people. I mean, shit, dude. Why not? If you like Pokemon, that's that's one of the. I mean, that's that's one of the core goals. So, like, in any Pokemon game, is to fill up your decks. So you can fill it up and show people and like have conversations with them and like have yeah. people like generally like you and be able to. Why do anything, yeah. cowboy? Like, why... why do anything? Listen. Yeah, like I could understand <laughs> if you were ahead of your time and like fifteen years too early figured out how to actually get Mew. In in Gen One games, sure, sure. And he was like, "Hey, can you trade me that Mew so I can fill out my glitched Pokedex?" I guess I could understand that. That's a thing to to ruin a friendship over because yeah. you were the only one that could have gotten that. But a Jolteon, really? A Jolteon? Also, the exit, head down at the bell. No, like pull the link at the last second as it's heading back, you know, a little tug as it pops out and a laugh, you know, like a triumphant pose and a laugh and a condescending little monologue. You no, he knew. really thought that I would give it back? That's a classic <laughs> he Brett. He should have done that, but he did Classic Brett. You know, I knew a Brett when I was in elementary school and I had a very, very similar situation with him. So we were in band together. Um, I played trumpet. I think he played trombone. So be careful around trombonists. Yep. Fucking classic Brett instrument. Classic Brett instrument. And I remember um, I wasn't there that day. I was actually sick. But I heard about it the next day when we had a substitute teacher. Foreshadowing alert. Whoa. Um, Spoiler he alert. He had his trombone in the middle between the um, the desks. And... Our teacher, I won't say her name, but it rhymed with horny. Um, She was old, like very old, like dust falling off old. And she had this very, very specific rule, which was if you are in band, you leave your instruments under your desk. You do not put them in the aisles. And he left his in the aisle. She tripped over it, broke her hip, went to the hospital and died. What the fuck? And died. He murdered our fourth grade teacher. Holy shit. Are you serious? Classic Brett. That's Classic a... fucking Brett. Stealing Jolteon, murdering old ladies. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's what Brett does. That's, that's, that's Brett through and through, man. 
if you're a Brett, I mean, you got a lot. Like you, you have a big range that you could be. You could be like a Brett Favre, or you could be a classic Brett. There, like those are your options. Brett. There are only there's no middle ground. There's only a few names that carries you know first names that carry such weight in in a history of evil and and crime. There's there's Adolf. Everyone knows yep. that one. But then there's Brett. Just yeah. behind it. Everyone knows In the classic number two spot for evilest person yes. ever, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is a little mm-hmm. more evil to be in second place. I feel like you're more motivated in second place. You have room to grow. Yes. And like you're nipping at the heels. <laughs> to all the Bretts out there listening, uh, this totally doesn't apply to you. We love you. Keep listening. Mm-hmm. You're a valued listener. When you're here, you're a Frank. When you're here, you're family. <laughs> Welcome to Game Corp Garden. Olive Corp. Olive you. All right, y'all. How about another listener question? I'm down for it. I'm here for it. Oh, Cowboy. I so yeah. Hey, for everybody out there, Cowboy has been saying this thing recently, which is I'm here Mm -hmm. for it. And he said, I think I heard it somewhere, but I'm not sure. I feel like it's around. Mm -hmm. And then immediately after he said that, I heard it like six times within an hour. I'm here for it. Is now here for it. That's the thing. Who yeah. knew? It's probably been around for a minute, and we both sound terrible now that you admitted that we think it's brand new. Hey, we're boomers, and that's on brand. I'm not a boomer. You're if not you're a not a zoomer, boomer. you're a boomer, bro. If you ain't a zoomer, you're you a boomer. You weren't around during the nuclear bombs. If you ain't a zoomer, then you boomer. Is that what boomer means? Yeah. Like, when bombs go off, you become a boomer? No, you're a boomer. No. You're around when the nukes were dropped. No. Oh. For the atomics. No. No. no? No, I, the baby boomer generation comics. the baby boomer generation are the kids that were um born from the greatest generation, from the people who mm. fought in World War Two. I kinda uh, like the baby the... boom was all the people who came home after World War Two and had a massive population of kids. They're the baby boomers. Oh. It was a booming population. They weren't around when yeah. the news dropped. Well they... they were around to run drills in school. <laughs> they they were born probably as a result of the bomb dropping. I just like the little fallout kind of angle on it i like it that's that's why they say that because it's like boom goes the dynamite and then they were born yeah they're boomers i get it thanks jake it's like the big bang it birthed them happy to help this next listener question comes in (laughs) speaking of atrocities (laughs) this next uh listener question comes in from porcelain poopsicle great porcelain poopsicle uh (laughs) asks any plans to record your podcast on youtube nope yeah i don't think so next question just kidding um <laughs> so we i'm trying to think of uh how much we can disclose mm-hmm. well how, mm-hmm. we have some strict ndas you might remember from last episode we had to sign here what comes i can hot say sanitized goss Hot sanitized goss. What I can say is that in the future, mm-hmm. things are different. Robots have taken over. Things are going to be the changing, future, baby. The year 2000. Um, in the future, the there may dead. be, <laughs> hypothetically, humans are dead. as, as any, any as podcast as could, they may hypothetically, humans are dead. 
create content outside boogie. of normal podcast bounds. Robo boogie. And this may include, but not boogie. be limited to, <laughs> hypothetically, Robo boogie. YouTube content. Zero zero one zero 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 one. I don't know. Twitch. I'm sorry. Streams. <laughs> Wait, zero 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 one 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 one. And well, in short, we've tried this before. The problem is, is when you convert MP3 to MP4, it's just a mess of data that doesn't actually produce a video. It's so yeah. much junk, and you just gotta sweep it's, it up off the floor. It's it's it doesn't. It's so hard. It does this weird thing where it adds one to every every uh, bit. So when mm -hmm. you have like, say, we were talking about ABBA. It would go A B B A, but then it becomes B C C B. So then it's Bika, Bika, Bika. Nobody wants to listen to that. It's yeah. hard to listen to sometimes. So we have to find a way to um, get MP4 divided by three. Yeah, right. Um, plus four some over three. Number. We need a three MP, MP4 over three is yeah. is the format that we're shooting for. That's what we're trying to do. We have to invent it from scratch, and I mean scratch like the programming language that kids use. Mm -hmm. So. It, it's taking some time because I'm still like dragging like if statements into a window and it's um, not working the way I would expect. It also requires mm. synesthesia in order to see sound, which is very difficult. Most people don't have it. So to visualize our voices as a tangible right. object that you could watch on YouTube um, yeah. is we're working on the technology. There, that's an element literally most of the population will be missing. It'll be like listening to, I don't know, 50% of a podcast. You're just missing the core elements there. Yeah. Right. It would be like listening to Rice Krispies but not eating them. I would do that. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> no we lie. as a podcast or any podcast or any, any op, anybody could hypothetically, yes. What the hell does that mean? They could. You could. I mean, I we mean, could. Or could. anyone could. Sure. I feel like I'm having a stroke. You, so. you could definitely, <laughs> you could do it yourself, honestly. And that sounds like I'm being a bit aggressive. But you, you know, you, you should do it yourself if you want it so bad. You should do Go it. Go grab our uh, MP3, promote it. download us, slap a visualizer on it. And you know what? You're employed at Game Corp. You run our YouTube yep. channel because we don't have lawyers personally. <laughs> we can't stop you from throwing our stuff on YouTube, can we? Except for copyright takedowns. Oh, hey, I'm we just would gonna, claim I'm it. Just gonna money if they do that. We no, would claim I'm, it, yeah. I'm just going to jump in as your lawyer and say, hey, don't take our recordings and put them on your own channel. No. Don't do that. Yeah. Do don't it. do that. That's bad advice. It's, That's it's, bad advice. But if you do give us money, please. It's not like we could get tons of money from you if you do it. We, we definitely cannot. So go ahead and do it. And, and you can yeah. use our logos. <laughs> you don't get money from that. And just all sorts of stuff that involves, you know, copyright protected material. Go ahead. Sure, sure. It definitely, it definitely takes money out of our You are pocket. completely yeah. safe. Sure. There is no yeah, reason yeah, yeah. not to let your guard down. So, first, in okay. summation, porcelain poopsicle. Stay tuned. Did we even answer that question? Like, yes, we... I think we answered. It. I think we answered it the best we can. We have we have other. Stay avenues tuned. Coming. Stay we got tuned. things a cooking, and uh, it rhymes don't, with actually don't. Block. Yeah. <laughs> Roblox? Yeah, we're gonna be Roblox streamers. Snick actually, smock. we're gonna we're gonna drop. So we're actually okay. Yeah, to part the kimono, we're gonna drop the uh, podcast completely. We're gonna go into streaming Roblox, 
And we hope to see you there. Please click that subscribe button, button and uh, ring your bell. And we're just going to play a whole lot of natural disasters. Um, the one with the shark. Uh, I'm sure there's a zombie no, one no. there too. Oh, Car Crushers too. We're actually going to be pretty big in the Car Crushers 2 uh, community. Mm -hmm. There's uh, To sum that up, actually really do stay tuned. We actually do have a lot of exciting announcements coming. But we're not going to say anything well, yet. They... Just they deserve a free sample. I'm going to give you okay, two okay. samples of ideas that I've been pitching. One, TikTok exclusive. Mm, You're going to have to watch yeah. our videos 15 seconds at a time. And it's just going to be our podcast in 15 second bites. You can watch one right after the other. I think it takes about a thousand of them, but they just play <laughs> one after the other. <laughs> and they're so delicious. They're little bite-sized tiktoks you're gonna love them podcasts do great on tiktok sure sure when you include video and you're attractive but it it we do podcasts do great on tiktok the other idea and this is more probable is we are going to get exclusivity from wow from world of warcraft we will only right. you will have to log into world of warcraft and catch us live as we live podcast uh, from what Ogamar? I think it's something like that. Yeah. Like, I mean, it would probably be either organization Amar. I think we'd have like really cool holiday specials at the Dark Moon Fair oh, uh, yeah. once a month. That would be really neat. So we're actually going to replace the band that's on stage at the Dark Moon Fair, yeah. and it's going to be us instead—the three of us just kind of sitting at a desk and just you know slowly talking to an audience. I think it's going to be really uh, receptive to the WoW community. Yeah, and but yeah, uh, also. Yeah, we in any capital city, you can catch us sitting next to a campfire, and that's how you listen to our show now. Yeah. It's really exciting. It's a really awesome revenue stream also for us. I'm excited for the cars I'm about to buy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were really surprised because, you know, uh, Blizzard reached out to us, and they're like, hey, we're trying to get more engagement in our game. Um, we're not having enough people, so we thought maybe we could tap you on the shoulder, pay yeah. you a ton of money to yeah, get yeah. your listeners to come into the game and hang out. And we were like... Uh, we're like, yo, I mean, we're obviously the best choice. There's no way mm -hmm. you went through like 6,000 other people who said no. Joe Rogan doesn't play um, Wild Until Craft. you got to us. I mean, like what kind of, I mean, you're Blizzard. What kind of sort of like, um, you know, issues could you have? Especially nowadays. Like you're you're such a good company. I mean, you treat yeah. everybody fairly. We don't mind helping out indie devs. We don't. Yeah. Yeah. A cool little startup like Blizzard. I think it's a really neat thing. Yeah, and they've never been like controversial, which is what I love about them. Mm -hmm. They're or very family to friendly. Sweeping sexual harassment cases. Uh, oh yeah, never. Yeah. Well, I thought they no. were very friendly, like extremely friendly. Like they were so just overly friendly. They were just constantly hugging me and stuff. They yeah, were so constant they, hugs. Back they rubs. were always trying to like just make me well, feel listen. some type of way. They were so friendly that they invited me up to their Cosby suite. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I didn't end up going because I had other engagements, but a couple of stand-up guys, dude. Their Cosby suite. It's good. Soundproof mm -hmm. windows. It's great. Yeah. So, impressive. yeah. Um, porps, 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 porpoise poopsicle. <laughs> uh, there is legit change on the horizon and it's exciting and i hope you guys stay tuned and are excited with us mm. speaking of which i know we mentioned twitch and 
um, doing some videos there. And I just I just want to use this opportunity to plug um, Cowboy and I have been streaming mostly me, but I, I bug Cowboy enough to join every yeah. once in a while. We have been streaming on Twitch relatively uh frequently multiple days a week (laughs) i don't know friday saturday for sure every night friday and saturday i will be streaming mix of games it could be final fantasy 14 which i absolutely love um cowboy and i have been playing games for the podcast on there uh we might have party games every once in a while where we'll bring on guests or uh people we know and love maybe even listeners to jump in and play some games with us so check us out uh, twitch.tv forward slash head to head pod that's the number two um, come give us a follow get us on that road so we can get subscribers and you can pay us money to to uh, play games for a yeah. living which would be great because right now we write about games and talk about games for a living which is not as good as playing um, come out and parasocialize with us did you just beg them for money i did you shill <laughs> that's you what shill. you do right you shill and I will never be on there because I am terrified of social media. He'll play with us. Uh, when we do party games, he'll come in and hang out. Oh, I will 100% be there someday. Spoil alert, probably not. But <laughs> someday. <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh, video game, hot goss. Did you guys hear that for its 10th anniversary, Skyrim gets another new edition? No, it doesn't. Does it? Yes, it 100% does. What's it on now? What? I'm what? not lying. You guys will see it. It's going to sweep. So by the time our episode airs, it's probably already swept every facet of the fucking internet. But the anniversary, it's called Skyrim Anniversary edition it arrives november 11th which is special to the elder scrolls um series they usually release their new editions or or new games on november 11th for some reason but anyway yeah to celebrate its 10-year anniversary skyrim originally released on 11 11 11 this time it it uh it includes all of the um special edition uh content the um Next-gen upgrade, the special edition um, texture upgrades, uh, 60 frames per second, all that good stuff, all of the DLC, and also, somehow, over 500 Creation Club elements. So the Creation Club is what Bethesda basically try to fight the Nexus mods on and get official mods that they could charge for. Tisk tisk Bethesda. But anyway, the anniversary edition comes with 500 integrated Creation Club uh, enhancements to the game, including fishing. What? You can go oh. fishing in Skyrim now? Oh. Couldn't you fish in Skyrim? <laughs> I can't remember. You couldn't before, not without mods. But uh, I'm, as of now, a little confused on how it's going to work because they say you can upgrade your special edition into the anniversary edition. I don't know if that's paid or not. I guess we're going to find out. I mean... Uh, a lot I'm, of people, a lot of people on Steam were able to upgrade to the uh, special edition free of cost. Like me, I I was able to do that. So I'm wondering how they're doing it. They're probably going to charge for it. They probably are. Yeah. But yeah, man, for the 10th anniversary, let's go ahead and buy Skyrim again. Not gonna lie, I might, depending on what's uh, what's on there. But then again, I have modded Skyrim right. all the shit before, mm-hmm. and a lot of people who play on PC have. So I feel like can this they is- just. Can they please just implement the Skyrim Together mod? 
and just let us play multiplayer Skyrim. Elder Scrolls Online is great. It's a great MMO. Yeah. It's very friendly to beginners. You have a lot of different customization. It's great, but I just want Skyrim, yeah. but together. If you want to lure us back in, that would be the way to do it. Like, just do that. Oh, for sure. I mean, I got lured that's... slightly back in with the VR. So that's like a new yes. way to do yeah. it. Yes, VR Skyrim is great. It. I bought that. I'm not going to buy 500 mods. I'm not going to pay for mods that other people worked on. I mean, do they get paid for those, then? Is that what that is? A way to get modders paid for their modding? Anybody who has um, submissions on the Creation Club actually gets paid for their work. Well, that's kind of nice for them. I appreciate modders. Sure. They do a lot of work for free, generally, usually. The idea of giving them a little bit of money. That doesn't yeah, feel absolutely. so bad to me. I 100% promote uh, pay mods for their work. If you use like Nexus mods, if if you mod games extensively, like things like that, if they if you have favorite mods, pitch them a little bit of money because those are just people on their own time working to I mean to complete massive projects. Sometimes, you know, what, give them a little love. You know what's funny to me is like small tangent, but I feel like torrenting fell off ever since companies started to realize that kind of stuff. Is getting people, you know, they start, people get paid nowadays for their stuff. Nobody, I mean, I haven't torrented anything since I was dumb and impressionable, I guess, you know, like years and years and years. Yeah. Am I, do I have the right pulse on that? Is torrenting like basically gone with games? Does anybody even do that anymore? I don't anymore? think so. I don't think so. So, man, I don't know. Like, I, I honestly, I don't know how many people still torrent games um it, it it really depends on the game yeah like there's certain games you don't like skyrim is not a game you torrent like right the big triple a game titles typically people are going to buy those at least from my own experience but there's certain situations where you want to play a game maybe it's like some weird like niche like it may be fun it may be not but then you go and try to download it and it's not free and it should have been free and it's like $40. And you're like, well, um, when I Googled it, the second result was, hey, here's the full game for free. Um, I'm a, I'm probably going to click that link. Hypothetically. If I'm, if I'm yeah. hypothetically, hypothetically. Or anyone would. Hypothetically, you might click that link out of curiosity, not not out of not out of. Um, uh, is it liable? No, it's not liable. You're complete out of, out of... spite of the creator for trying to monetize and make you pay for a game that isn't worth the time you sure, invest sure, sure. into one it. Might, one might think that if the FBI is listening and wants sure. to nab somebody for stealing um, media. Because, I mean, I wouldn't know... say me. I'm just saying anybody. Sure, 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 anybody sure, sure. could. Anybody could. Anybody could. Not saying we would. But on that note, um, does does the um does the ROM game count? Does the whole like world of emulation does that count as well with this? You know, I'm gonna take a theoretical stance, and with games that old, man, I I just I support ROMs. I support because I've most of the games I want to play as a ROM I owned. I know I own that game. I played it. I don't really play yeah, new games. I play games i have fondness for and memories which you're legally allowed to do if you own a game you can download the rom so yeah, i, I don't true. think i've that ever broken the law uh in, in those I will cases say any rom yep any rom i've ever downloaded i own that game mm -hmm. 
and I'll take that to the grave. You can't make me say anything different. Yes. If, <laughs> if the company, if the parent company who created it no longer sells it as new merchandise and you can only find it on eBay anyway. I mean, why? Why are you? OK, so say I'm Nintendo, because I think they are the You're most Nintendo. notorious when it comes to cracking down on ROMs and emulation. Yeah. yeah. Say I'm Nintendo. I am not going to offer. Um, what's a game they made a long time ago that didn't sell very well? Um, Yoshi's Baking Story. Sure. So say <laughs> I'm Nintendo and I do not have Yoshi's Baking Story on the current list of sellable items. We have not made it in 15 to 20 years. It no longer exists. We don't even have the source code anymore. Right. Um, I, as a company, gain no benefit from cracking down on people who are sharing the ROM of this game. Because if they're not going to... If they're not going to download it for free, what they're going to do is go out and buy it on eBay. And it's so rare that it costs $50, oh. and I still, as a company, do not get any share of that profit. Hold up. No, no, no. Nintendo has all their games. You know it. There is no way they don't have all their games. They don't have Yoshi's Baking Story. That's not a real game. That's part of the reason. <laughs> they don't have it. I checked. You, you guys essentially strong-armed me into getting a Switch. And I saw yes. that there was a... Uh, when you when you get the Switch online, it has a... Let's just call it an emulation app or, mm -hmm. you know, kind of place it as a bunch of Super Nintendo games. I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to get a massive list of every Nintendo game ever made that they mm -hmm. own. Obviously... You know, if, if some other developer made it and it's licensed, blah, blah, blah. I went in there. I was horrendously underwhelmed. And I'm like, you guys know what you're up against. You know what the emulation market looks like. What is this? Give me everything. I will pay you $15 or $20. Just give me everything you can give me and be done with it. I yeah, was Exactly. I was... Like, give me the original Pokemon games. Give them to me. If you throw well, that on there, everybody would Nintendo. love it. <laughs> I don't think they own the Pokemon. I could tell you, okay, so I could tell you some of the reasons why for some of that stuff. One, with with Pokemon, that's not quite out of their hands. Pokemon is not a Nintendo IP per se. Yeah. Like, that's oh, owned by, sure. that. that's that's the trifecta of um, Game Freak, the Pokemon company, and fuck, another one, whatever. But anyway... <laughs> Uh, Pokemon is a sticky case, like, and they also have it on the 3DS store as a purchasable uh, mm -hmm. item. So they're not going to do that yet because the 3DS store is still active. As far as like other ROMs go, if it's not first party, then they don't have the say to do that. And some companies are dissolved. Yeah, uh, some IPs have been have been traded a million times, and source codes and things like that do get lost. And that's why they can't really provide legally that huge library that you're looking they for can just go down and that is why exactly <laughs> so that is why it's 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 true so nowadays in the year in the year of our dos 2021 uh emulating classic or retro gaming uh experiences they that's the only way to play them anymore so those websites who host all those roms is basically a video game library that we get to check out and experience games from so long ago that are lost to time uh they're they're a really unique piece of history and i do wish that there was some sort of i don't know decriminalization to things like that 
especially especially to games that literally do not exist within a company anymore. But I mean, My- I don't know if we'll ever get that, but that's that's just where we're at, though. That's just where we're at and why ROMs are important to today's gaming landscape. But see, I, I do get this feeling, and my beef is that I feel like they were holding out on me. And I, I, I feel like they... Oh, everybody feels that. With, with, the, with the NES and SNES selection that you get from uh, uh, paying the online for Switch. Yeah, I, I feel like yeah. they were definitely holding out on me for probably the sake of profit or, or whatnot, so they could release games and updates and whatnot, you know, like remasters and everything, or whatever reasons they had. I, I do feel like they held out on me, and I'm just, I don't know. I was unimpressed with it. I So much so that I, I got rid of the online, because I was like, that was one of the main draws. And then when I looked at the library they provided, I was like, no, yeah, this this has no value to me anymore. Away with they you. do add, I will give them one benefit, which is they add more and more as time goes do on. They? So as they're able yeah, to they port do. them over to the Switch, I, I mean, I saw it, I was an early adopter with the Switch, and I Me saw too. it increase um, dramatically over the years if, um, as far as what you have access to. But I agree. I mean, even if they did something super capitalistic and said, hey, if you buy this brand new version of this old game, we will give you access to the old version of it Mm -hmm. as well even if they did that bundled in with the purchase i would be happy with that but there's a lot of like big name games where they're just not they're not there and there's a lot of games i just don't care about and speaking on the sense of torrenting one of the things that i think and this this can go from movies and shows netflix hulu and all them killed torrenting people didn't really want to steal they didn't want to do that That's they true. wanted an easy venue because as soon as uh that stuff came out people just flocked to it they could have gotten that stuff for free sure at a bit of risk but i feel like people abandoned it and it was the market was not doing right by the consumer and i think the mm-hmm. game market was, is doing the same thing i think they need to just suck it up and say hey let's do right by them and you know release all this old stuff and quit quit trying to milk it for money i'm not that's my opinion. I think just in general, if if a product is no longer being sold by a company, the they have no rights to it anymore. If they choose to discontinue production and discontinue actually selling actively selling the item, then it is fair game when it comes to uh you know, that sort of privacy protection or whatever you want to call it, the the copyrights DCMA and the trademarks. And yeah, like if you are no longer standing by your product, then you don't get to say who gets to stand by it. Well, and then that's that's just my. And thought. I also want to say I think the other side of the coin for the gaming industry, um, a little weird, but I think G two A and like sites killed torrenting because to be able to get uh, games, you know, really cheap just to get a quick, easy code. I think maybe mm-hmm. that was kind of helpful mm-hmm. in it, uh, despite I don't know. There's some like morality based in that because from what I've heard, it's a lot of stolen games stolen sure. credit cards buy a whole bunch of you know things and sell them on on gta and mm-hmm. or g2a so is that I how mean, that it's basically works GTA. That, it's something that i've heard is that oh, g2a shit. is an easy way for people to peddle stolen goods like stolen steam oh, codes or uh, credit card fraud where they just purchase tons of steam codes and then sell them real quick or whatever you have you know it's just an mm-hmm. open black market in a sense 
And it kind of makes sense because in an open market, and I know we're getting very like weird with this, but in an open market, people are going to pay what they feel is correct, Mm -hmm. what they feel the product is worth. And for each individual, that's going to be a different price. It's the same reason that um, game companies sell their product at different prices in different countries because they're not going to be able to sell a $60 game in, you know, a place other than, you know, like a first world country. They're going to have to drop it down in price to make it worthwhile for the people well, consuming the media. And that's one of the things sure. I've seen. There is a website that I've gone to that t- that will uh, you look up any game on it and it tells you what the steam price is for every country. And while the U.S. may be $60, you know, $59.99, uh, somewhere like Indonesia will be $12 for the same game. It's just because of the, not supply and demand, but just the demand. There are some places where you can buy a fresh release game for like five bucks, eight bucks. And that's just because that's that market. People don't buy games there. It's not as, there's not a demand like that. That's what people's willing to pay. And that's crazy to me. It's one of the reasons they won't let you buy it outside your market. You can't like switch to a Portuguese account and Mm -hmm. buy it for a bunch less. They are very, they're like hawks on that stuff, which is crazy. And of course, people are going to always buy it the cheapest they can. Mm -hmm. We're always looking for the best deal. But there's a reason why the original, you know, market system was always bartering. And a lot of countries still use bartering because it's like, I mean, even look at our like automobile in, in North America, the automobile um market is very much about bartering you go in and you talk to them and you say here's what i'm willing to pay they try to get you to pay more you try to get to pay less and worst case scenario you walk away go to a different one and say hey here's what i'm willing to pay and you work through it and you figure out this is what i think this vehicle is worth this is what i think this game is worth are you going to sell it to me for that or not and if not i'm going to go elsewhere with my business and a lot of times that elsewhere is g2a it's green man gaming it's you know all of these different places where you can buy it cheaper you know one of the things i love is when the big triple a uh game d- development companies and everything those big boys and indie games came in and were big and just fucking gut punched them as far as like what you charge for a game and how much work and how much money you have to sink in to make a good game and just tons of indie games came in and just gut punched them like what are you guys doing you're spending way too much money your focus is in the wrong areas and for a while like i only played like indie games i only was in that market the thing about indie games too is that it's like AAA games a lot of the time and i would say for at least the last five years have been kind of rinse and repeat you know, mm-hmm. taking tried and true methods and just doing the same thing over and over again. And indie games have been so unique and they've yes. tried new things and they've taken risks and it's cheaper than a AAA game. So you get, in a lot of cases, a better experience for half the price, in in a lot of cases even less. Dynasty Warriors, I don't know how many, Madden, yeah. I'm looking at you guys. Just the same old thing. FIFA? Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, look, this guy has different polygons and different variables. <laughs> it's the Great. environment It's the environment where you can take risks, and the indie game market really revitalized that. Because when we were a kid, the gaming market was new. There were new ideas. There were new IPs. Everything was fresh and exciting, and wow, wow, wow. But these companies, uh, they see the uh, paycheck that comes with all these very successful IPs, and they're like, do it again, do it again, yeah. do it again, do it again. So it becomes stale. So the AAA market can become really stale. Every time a very big developer creates a new IP or takes a risk, 
I'm actually really surprised anymore. Yeah. Like, whoa, they're actually going to do it. The indie market kept that spirit alive, though. That's why the indie market is so successful. It captures the imagination and the spirit of what gaming used to be for all of us. And I, I man, I love the indie market, dude. And in some ways, you can't even blame the big guys because they have so much writing on any game that they release. Like releasing a bad new IP, that, that that's hundreds of, well, maybe hundreds of people's jobs. That's investors. That's that's this giant thing on stilts that can collapse. So going yeah. with something that has a solid foundation that you know may deliver kind of makes sense for them. It's too dangerous to do the other way. Whereas an indie developer mm-hmm. is like, Oh, maybe I'll just go back to waitressing or, you know, being a, a, you know, a programmer for websites. If this fails, you know, there's not as much risk. They don't have hundreds of people depending on them to keep them employed. So I kind of get it. I think there's there's this very marked shift when it comes to companies making games where it becomes not necessarily about the art or the the game making itself or the experience of the user, the player. But then it becomes uh, money. Yeah. Right. And it. It, it's not so much the story behind the numbers, it's the numbers themselves. And they get so caught up in metrics and, you know, getting getting better ratings on their end of year results and, and all this kind of stuff. It becomes a business and businesses don't make good games. Yeah, you know, that is true. People who play games make good games. They understand what is fun and what is not. And all these companies, they hide behind these numbers and these metrics by a bunch of analysts who don't know what the fuck they're doing. And they sit there and go, okay, well, we had a lot of engagement in this game and this game. Let's find the connections between those two. Oh, they both had loot boxes. Everybody must love loot boxes. <laughs> so let's go ahead and and do that more. And it's like, no, we hate those. We're only playing the game because of all the previous stuff you did. Yep. So they lose sight of why and they just look at what. And and it's a huge problem in the gaming sphere because it, it creates these games where we're just like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, this isn't fun. You know, this isn't enjoyable. It, the weird thing is it's the middle that I love because the guys on the top side do that and they, they push out. They'll replicate gameplay that worked. You know, Fortnite comes out. Everyone wants to be Battle Royale. People only liked that kind of stuff because it was new. But on the on the lowest end of the spectrum, too, these imposter apps, these games that sound like big games, these people that sneak in stuff, like it's $5, buy it, and it's a cheap ripoff game. So it's those developers in the middle that I love. Not the super small guys, not the super big guys, but the guys right in the middle. And that's not just because I'm a middle child. There's nothing to do with it, but us in the middle, Jeez, no. we're the best. I can love some of the guys at the bottom, man. Yeah. Like, okay, here's two, here's two perfect examples. Um, Stardew Valley and Phasmophobia. That man is both. That man is an anomaly. Both, developed, both of them are anomalies. Yeah. I don't know how. Savants. Both of them developed by one person. Like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? See, that's what takes somebody from the bottom to the middle. And I think I that's fine. Yeah. Like, the middle is a really good place because you know they're tried and true and they're tested. They've released games that people really love and they're willing to put money into. So they're able to expand and create this. I mean, it's what, um, oh, CD Projekt Red. They were in the middle. Yeah, they were. And for a little bit, they, they were, ended up yeah. forcing themselves into the top with um, Cyber. Cyberpunk. Sorry, I'm. I, I, I'm so out of the loop with yeah. them that I haven't really paid attention, but they got into this realm where they're like, oh, we're at the top now. We're getting all these sponsors. We're getting all this money. We have these timelines. 
you know, we can't focus on the true art of it. We have to focus on releasing it. We have a lot of people who their livelihoods are banking on this game doing well. We have a lot of players that will revolt and hate us if we don't release it on time. Yeah. And then we have a bunch of other people who are going to hate us if we don't release it well. What do we do? And they're stuck at this situation where it's like no matter what they do, they're going to be hated. And that's what happens when you get to the top. You you get you get rushed. You become a slave to the numbers. You become a slave to the players. And I think thinking as a player is the most important thing as a gamer, for sure. For sure. The game has to be fun. You have to enjoy the product you make, otherwise it's going to be shit. Yep. But they get in their own heads about we need to make this perfect for them that they lose sight of what the actual vision is. And the actual vision is making something you're proud of. And once you get to the top, you stop doing that. It's the middle is the limit. As opposed to and profitable, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think the middle, I, you're exactly right. The middle is where the game companies are doing the best. I agree. I, that's what, man, that's what, I absolutely agree. That's what Jimmy World A lot was of talking games, about, dude. Yeah. The middle. A lot of our games that we cover actually kind of fit that criteria, too. Yes. I've noticed. I've noticed. We actually... And I, I would say it's almost purposefully, but not like conscious. We don't do it consciously. A lot of the games that we cover for our show fit that criteria perfectly because they're good games. Mm-hmm. They're good. They're creative. They, they take uh, risks. Like if we just covered, if we just covered Call of Duty clones every episode, like, ugh, who even wants to listen to that? Mm-hmm. And we also don't cover $1 Steam games that are just a cash grab. Right. Right, right. Well, (laughs) I mean, not always, but like if we find a rare gem that's particularly a a wonderful dumpster fire to play, (laughs) we do. A la kid-friendly games. Grandma Simulator. uh, Who's your daddy? Dumpster Fire Simulator. That was a bad one. Dumpster Fire Simulator. There are games (laughs) out there that are like that that are so bad they're good. And I can't wait to play more games like that personally, but... Man, the best, most creative games with the most heart really are in the middle. All right, let's go ahead and wrap up this episode with one last burning question for you all tonight. Uh, This question comes in hot off the presses from Michaela. That's right, your cousin, Michaela. (laughs) No shit. I'm an orphan. Yeah. Little cousin Michaela, little did you say orphan? Little orphan cousin Michaela. Please, <laughs> my entire May family is orphans. <laughs> <laughs> your blood, your blood relative writes in to us directly to ask. I have no parents. <laughs> I'm and an I, orphan. <laughs> I actually have no idea who this is directed at. But Michaela asks, "How do you sleep at night?" <laughs> oh Jesus. How do you sleep at night? I don't know what that means. And I was hoping that you guys, since you're related to it, could provide a little context. On a massive pile of money. I use it as a as a pillow. How do you sleep at night? I usually Sweating. Okay, so typically I like the the what's what's Ken's move where he punches upwards or maybe Ryu? So you can yeah. So yeah. you can. That's yep. about the pose that I take. That's a weird pose. Mm-hmm. Oh, you on your side. Yeah. On your side. I get it. Okay. Uh... Wait. You guys are taking this very literally. I thought something happened between you guys. So this isn't some this isn't some like how do you 
fucking sleep at night knowing oh. what you did. That's what I took it as. I okay. No idea. I didn't know we were going to go into like, what's your sleep No, number, okay. Buddy? I got this. So like, <laughs> I usually brew some chamomile tea and I make sure all my screens are set to, you know, like orange dim mode and I light some candles and I read steamy romance novels until I uh, pass out. I I do have issues sleeping um, fairly regularly, and I don't know it. It's like random when it comes and when it doesn't, and it's it's very relatable. I think I've seen a lot of memes about this on Reddit and different social media sites where it's like, you know, uh, the brain meme where it's like, yeah. brain is like, hey, you going to yeah. sleep? And it's like, yeah, I'm really tired. I'm really happy to go to bed. And then it's like, remember that weird thing you did in third grade? And then you're like, oh no, I'm wide awake. Um, so I have situations like that for sure, uh, fairly regularly. And then sometimes I just can't sleep for no reason. Um, but in general, it's just real hot in my room and I sweat a lot. Mm. You know, it's, and I turn on the fan, but I still sweat. It's, it's funny. Cause I always see that meme, but I am like, as soon as the head hits the pillow, I don't care how long I've been up. I don't care if I just had like coffee I, I'm instantly out. It takes me zero time to get to sleep. I don't toss and turn. I don't do anything. I lay down and That's I a rare gift, fucking dude. pass right out. That's a rare gift. And we're still just talking about sleep hygiene. So I could have swore that there was some sort of crazy family goss. Just like some dark secret, some murder, mm-hmm. some embezzlement, something. Well, that's all there. Yeah, that's a given. I mean, sure, sure, but that sure, sure. But sleep. I don't think that's what she means by that. Like there was the time I purposely ran over her cat. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. I. I mean, I stole her hair, but like, why would that affect my sleep? You know, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, and there was that time that I spread the nickname around our high school, Lumpy Dumps, and everybody started calling her that for like her entire time. Oh yeah, there. I mean that even spread to her career somehow like when she got a job as like a fully grown adult, mm-hmm. I mean they still put on her badge and stuff, you know. Yeah, but what's why would I lose sleep over that? Right. Like that doesn't affect how does that affect sleeping? Like where's the where's the correlation between ruining her life and like issues with insomnia? Like how is that a thing? Oh yeah, and what about the time you like um Oh, you stole her identity and opened a bunch of credit cards? Mm-hmm. I got her involved with Caribbean Pirates where she went missing for two years. I mean. Yeah, but who who cares? Who's going to lose sleep over that? That's nothing. Exactly. I mean, that's nothing compared to the power of melatonin. Like, wait, is melatonin the skin thing? <laughs> that's melanin. <laughs> melanin. Okay, I was like, <laughs> the power of... Tan skin. Get in the tan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, melatonin. Okay, I'm glad I got that right. I usually don't get things right. So, yeah, maybe you need to send yeah. that back to her because we don't understand the question. Yeah, I'll just go ahead and stuff this back in an envelope. Return to sender. They sleep great, yeah. actually. And, you know, on that note, I think that's the end of listener questions for this episode. We Yay! did it! We did it! <laughs> we sure did. Baby! Well, there you have it. Another perfect podcast. Actually, no, not perfect. It's it's really, it's a slacking off podcast. Perfect for a day without the boss. I didn't even wear pants today. 
And honestly, what we're going to do is take a older episode, maybe episode five, and we're just going to play it for him and tell him that that was it, because I doubt that he even listens to what we say on these. Indeed. That was JB's idea. Very smart. And thank you all for sending us questions through our social media. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and you can check out our website at head2headpod.com or h2hpod.com for those of you who hate the letter E. And as always, thanks to our patron saint, Metroid Mike, for the use of uh, our theme song, uh, I Can't Break, off of the album Heart of the Juggernaut. It's on Bandcamp. Buy it. Feed his baby. His baby's so fucking hungry do you know how much a baby eats and how much a baby poops if you don't buy that man diapers he's gonna go homeless god damn it buy that album god bless america and as always we want to thank you the listener for listening which sounds appropriate if you could follow us on spotify rate us on apple and interact with us on twitter which jb already said but i just like saying it um, also, if you're going to talk to us at all through anything, pretend like this wasn't a lazy episode, because if the boss reacher tweets, he's going to kill us. So make sure you have the context of, I don't know, we some beat him up. And as always, stay for the post credit sequence and get the fuck out of here. Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. Good night. Or seriously, the boss will kill us. Shorts. No murders in our sleep. Yeah. I'm so sweaty. You just said post credit scene. Now we're gonna make a post credit sure scene. Did. Holy shit! Well, can you just can you just make a blooper and put it at the end? Like whatever, whatever, something funny that was a blooper in this episode. Can you put it at the end? Sure. Wait, why don't we just okay, do cool. this? What, this? Yeah. Like right now? Like, yeah, what, everything we're saying right now. This could be post-credits. That's no, kind of no, meta. No, 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 no. Is no. there a blooper too? Wait, wait. Just... Are you saying that because it's going to be in the post-credits, or are you actually saying no? No, I'm saying literally just post a blooper in the post-credits because you said there was one. Right. Ah. Wink, wink. So, yeah, maybe we will do that. I've already stopped my recording. <laughs> so, like, Good know. night, everybody. We already did that. <laughs> this is post-credits. Oh.